The Insulone Podcast is brought to you by Cybionics, an emerging CGM brand that focuses on simplifying how individuals aged 18 and above monitor and control their blood sugar levels. Upon becoming available on the market, the Cybionics GS1 CGM has helped users worldwide navigate the complexities of diabetes management with more confidence and peace of mind. Thanks to Cybionics, now more people are able to view and share their real-time glucose data, receive customizable glucose alarms, and generate full AGP reports, all directly from an intuitive Cybionics app, empowering them with the necessary information to make better decisions about their health. Cybionics combines data accuracy and comfort of wear, which is important to us all, with a feature-rich app. The 14-day scanning-free and calibration-free Cybionics GS1 CGM aims to deliver reliable, seamless diabetes management experiences. For more, check out cybionicscgm.com. How's it going? It's Owen here, and this is a bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast, Redefining Diabetes. Every week, we'll dip back into the episode archive and get you to think and reflect once more about some of the things we've learned from the podcast over the last few years. It could be some diabetic wisdom, advice, a great guest, or even a hypo story. So enjoy this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. I'm in so much pain. I don't know what's going on. And it, they did an x-ray, they did, a, they did a CT scan, and it turned out that I had two kidney stones in my left kidney the size of your thumbnail so like if you do like look at your thumbnail that those were in my kidney uh two of them and they were moving around causing damage and i was septic so they took me in for emergency surgery they tried to break them up and remove them and all that kind of stuff but messing around with my kidney is when the hypoglycemia really started happening and uh, it, they ended up doing six more surgeries and they finally removed the kidney because it completely damaged the thing for it to be non-functional, which as a diabetic, you're like, you're not, do not take my kidney <laughs> that, mm. that, you know, you're, you're just, that is just terrible to be able to, to have to take a kidney because of a kidney stone, um, a year and a half later. But the thought was if they remove the kidney because the insulin is processed through the kidneys and it wasn't working that the that my low blood sugars my hypos would go away and they didn't so there was a year and a half where already i was dealing with more low blood sugars than normal and then they removed it and i was and i thought oh i'm good to go and it just continued and it just got worse and worse it was like a little little snowball being thrown off the top of a mountain and by the time uh, it reached the bottom. It was larger than a house. And that's kind of how the, the low blood sugars were doing. Um, like just to give you an idea, my average blood sugar, I forget what the, um, math is, but my average, my average blood sugar was 44. Um, your average blood sugar. Yeah. Just and throughout your day. Yep, that was my average blood sugar. Oh so I was fighting. God. Let me just calculate that into millimoles here because that's how we calculate it. So that's an average blood sugar of 2.4. That is insane. So you were going about your, well, trying to go about your day as normal with an average blood sugar of 44, of, which is 2.4 for us. 
2.4. Yeah. That and, is I, insane. Yeah. And like looking back at it, I was like, nope, I, I would just, I would constantly just be drinking juice and anything I could because I was on the lowest amount of insulin. I did every single thing that they were telling me to do. Um, I would have to, sometimes my blood sugar would be dropping to like the 22s, which, oh you know, my minus that. Let me just calculate what that is quickly. Yeah. I can't believe this. That's 1.2. And somehow I would be functioning and then I would give myself oh. an injection of glucagon because it, my blood sugar wouldn't come up. And then 30 minutes later, it was still that low. So I would give myself more glucagon and, I, and that was my life. That, so my life went from completely normal to the kidney issue to living my life like this where it's just a state of keeping my body with enough sugar, with enough carbohydrates to live. It was a, it was a matter of just absolutely living and no one could explain to me what was going on. Like was it because the insulin would go through my, my kidney that, that I needed and it would process it immediately? Was it that I had insulin antibodies? Was it that I had gastroparesis? Was it that my body just wasn't breaking down food correctly because my blood sugar was too low and it wasn't functioning? Like, like we tried to figure every single thing out and there wasn't an answer. We tried it all, nothing worked. You were quite literally living on the verge of death every day, every day of the week. Every single day day um technically i have died twice <laughs> um i've been i've been found without a breath or a heartbeat for more than eight minutes twice and both times when i was when i came back um with emer the emergency personnel bring you know sh shocking my heart and, and injecting all the the sugars into me to get my blood sugar up, the glucagon, the glucogen, all that kind of stuff. They just said, we don't understand how you're alive. <laughs> like, you're not supposed to be alive. And I'm like, I know. Like, this doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't mean to laugh, but this is just insane. I, I, this was my reality. And here I am, you know, and here I was, like, trying to live it, just thinking, like, what is, like, what is going on? This is crazy. And then at the same time, um, when all this was going on, I had just graduated law school and I was working and I had my diabetic alert dog and I would have to travel an hour back and forth to um, the city for work. And that took its toll on me. And eventually I had to stop doing that as well because it wasn't safe for me to work. It wasn't safe for me to drive. And I needed to know what was going on because that next low blood sugar could be my last. So just to give me a bit of a time frame here, roughly how long were you living like this? Because hypoanxiety is a common fear for people to have living with type 1 diabetes. That, that constant fear of, is my blood sugar going to drop? Is my blood sugar going to drop when I'm driving a car, while I'm at an interview, while I'm at work? And it never really does. But for you to say that your average blood sugar was 44, which in our terms over here is 2.5, that is just insanity. Yeah. So 
and how how long was that going on for? Okay, so that went on for three and a half years. So, like, when you give an example of all those hypo anxiety, I I've lived it all. I've done it all. I was giving presentations and I would pass out. I would wake up to the emergency personnel above me. I would be working and I would I would pass out. My brain just it, 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 I would go from completely normal eating snacks, drinking juice constantly to keep that blood sugar up, and it just it wasn't enough. My body wasn't processing it, and uh, my biggest fear was going to bed because that's when I had absolutely no control. That's when I wasn't able to continue feeding myself something to keep my blood sugar above what it was supposed to. And that's when Boone would kick in and help me a lot because he would jump on the bed and alert me. And then I would just drink um, juice and, and try to go back to bed. But I probably didn't get more than two hours of sleep for that entire three, three, the three and a half years that I was going through all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Abs- oh, absolute no. anxiety, fear. And, and, and then it, you kind of question like too, like, why am I fighting so hard? For this life, like what, like what is driving me to want to live so much? And um, all those thoughts come into your head, and then you start forgetting, like what's even going on, because your brain doesn't have the energy to process logical thinking, and it's it, 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 it's just crazy. Thanks for listening to this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. And if you want to listen to the full episode, you can check it out in the description. Chat to you soon.